Over the last decade or two, the food industry has taken a proactive approach in preventing foodborne illnesses. The implementation of sanitary design principles has played a major role in eliminating bacteria growth on the plant floor. Our guest today will talk about what they've done to create scales that follow these clear sanitary design principles. What makes the weighing component in the food industry more demanding, it really does come down to that environment. The food industry is a tough environment. We're dealing with major temperature swings, heavy washdown cycles, and product abuse. Hi, I'm Andy. And I'm Joe. And you're listening to the Farm to Fork Podcast, brought to you by Carlisle Technology. Today, we're talking about sanitation and weighing for the food industry. Carlisle Technology has been partners with Rice Lake Weighing Systems for a long time, and it's our pleasure to introduce Reggie Maybe from Rice Lake as our guest. Reggie, do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself and the company you represent? Sure, absolutely. Good morning and a pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me. Uh, so a little bit about myself, born and raised in Montreal, Quebec, father of three, been in the weighing industry now for almost 17 years, here with Rice Lake for the past five years as the Eastern Canadian Regional Sales Director. That's great. And Rice Lake, if I remember correctly, it's their 75th anniversary this year. Is that correct? Exactly. So we've been supplying, manufacturing, distributing weight-related products since 1946. So 75 years, exactly. We're a family-owned business. We're based in Rice Lake, Wisconsin. And in a part, one of the original draws for us to Rice Lake was the strong dairy industry. So we've been closely tied with food production since day one. Over the last 75 years, we've grown, become a global leader in our industry and now offer over 40,000 products and carry the largest inventory. I think one of the things I like the most about Rice Lake is that you guys are a really big company, but yet you're still a family owned company. And it's almost like you still treat your customers like a small business would treat their customers. You have a very friendly, I guess, demeanor about yourselves and you guys are so warm and inviting when it comes to customers. Oh, thank you very much, Andy. You know, it's true. What like the principles we, we rely on really are quality and customer service. And, and in fact, one of the mottos we have is take care of the customer and the rest of the business will take care of itself. Kind of reverting back to the 75th anniversary here, but I've had the chance to look at our company's history, see how and where it all started. And, and although we have grown leaps and bounds, both with our product offering and, and now with location globally, the one thing hasn't changed is, is, is our attention to the customer. It's, it's part of our DNA. Yeah, I love that. When I was out there kind of touring your facility, it's just cool to see the entire manufacturing process and to kind of get to pick your guys' brains about your history and, you know, where Rice Lake started and how, I believe it started out, was it two brothers that started it 75 years ago? Yeah, it was Donald B. Johnson and he had a business partner. It wasn't a relative, but Donald B. Johnson took over the company and now we're third generation group. So the Mark Jr., the grandson to the founder, is in charge. The future is strong. Well, let's get into kind of some of the struggles for the food industry. So I know being a part of the food industry, I see a lot of things when I get down on the plant floor. It's not an overly friendly environment. It can be quite harsh in some of the areas. And you get a lot of product abuse when it comes to how plant floor operators treat their scales and things like that. Can we talk more about some environmental challenges that the food industry poses to the weighing industry? 
Yeah, certainly, Andy. Basically, weighing is an important aspect in any industry that moves a product from A to B. Scales, we're often told, are the cash register for a company. And what makes the weighing component in the food industry more demanding, it really does come down to that environment. The food industry is a tough environment. We're dealing with major temperature swings, heavy washdown cycles, and product abuse. It's not just that the scale needs to perform in the cold environment. But it needs to perform in the cold environment and then get hosed down by hot water. So that transition of temperature. If the equipment's not designed and built properly, condensation is going to cause breakdowns early on. So at the end of the day, customers in the food industry are looking for scales that take on many challenges all at once. How does rice like deal with issues, you know, like condensation, materials and foreign substances building inside of the indicators? How do they really tackle those problems? So basically, if you look at any scale, whether it's a floor scale or a bench scale we produce for the food industry, there's two major components there. So you've got your load cell and you got your weight indicator. On the load cell front, we, we make sure we supply a load cell that is hermetically sealed, typically IP69K washdown rated. And then on the instrumentation, we do the same thing, making sure we, can, we have a, an enclosure that's IP69K. What's probably the, not the secret, but the key um, is to, to have proper venting. All our heavy-duty washdown indicators come with a, a gore vent, and that equalizes the pressure inside the indicator to not allow condensation to literally get sucked in to the indicator during those temperature swings. Yeah, absolutely. And just for some of our uh, newer listeners' sakes, can you define what you mean by hermetically sealed and what IP69 really means? Yeah, so hermetically sealed or IP69K is, is not going to allow water dust to infiltrate the unit. So there's a battery of tests that the equipment goes through in order to get that IP69K rating. Do you guys get the actual official rating or is it just an IP69 type? Our products get sent out to an independent lab for testing. So in order for us to meet that IP69K rating, it's a, it's a tested, proven um, what about when you see product abuse? A lot of times when I'm down on the plant floor, I see a lot of operators dropping big boxes or big pieces of meat or something like that onto a big scale, or there's other types of abuse as well. So how do you see, you know, Rice Lake kind of handling some of those challenges? Yeah. So I guess if we start off with our lower capacity bench scales, we have models that are available with a spring suspension system built into it. So it's designed to absorb those shocks. I always use the example, if I've got a test weight, let's say it's five kilograms, I put that gently on my foot, it's not going to hurt my foot. But if I drop that same five kilogram test weight onto my foot, say from four feet off the ground, I'll have a foot that's, that hurts <laughs> pretty bad. So the forces at play here are, are what we want to work with. And um, so that spring-loaded suspension will, will absorb those and protect the load cell from mechanically uh, being broken or, or, or damaged. Well, let's get into kind of some of the sanitation aspects of the food safety side. Can you talk a little bit about how the industry it used to be reactionary when it came to food-related issues and how it's kind of transitioned from that reactionary mentality onto more of a proactive and its prevention of trying to stop these food-related issues when it comes to the equipment that's down on the plant floor? The food industry as a whole, and we've noticed this uh, you know, as a manufacturer, has gone from reactionary to a much more proactive approach when it comes to the plant equipment. And, and that's just not for scales, uh, but that's related to, to everything from workstations to conveyor systems and, and obviously scales. But back in 2011, the U.S. came out with the Food Safety Modernization Act. 
So this focused on food safety laws for the food processing industry, and it's, it's probably the largest reform to food safety in over 70 years. The aim here is to ensure that U.S. food supply is safe by shifting the focus from responding to contamination to preventing it. And again, the key there is prevention. Part of this act was to include sanitary design principles. So there's 10 principles here. I'm not going to dive into each each principle, but basically what the, the game plan here is to design equipment that could withstand the rigors of the environment from a sanitation standpoint. We supply in a food plant typically uh, everything from in-motion check wares, bench scales, floor scales, instrumentation, load cells, and mats. We want to ensure that our equipment meets the sanitary design principles. So there's things in the design such as continuous welds, no places for food to build up in. So when we're when they're getting washed down, we want to make sure it's an open design that both water and food particles clear the area and don't sit within the scale structure. So we've incorporated these over the years into many, many of our products. The sanitary design principle, great reference for us to use in the development of new products. One of the biggest things I've seen is tubing down on the plant floor. I mean, we used to have Carlisle Technology. We'd manufacture our own, you know, kind of stands and things like that. And originally back in the day, we had legs of the stands would be made out of tubing. And we've kind of transitioned that over into like an angle iron type thing. But how has Rice Lake kind of addressed the tubing issue? Right. So tubing, as you mentioned, it's not popular in the manufacturing for products when in the food industry. And what we've done is replace tubing with flat stock. So we will take stainless steel flat stock, continuously weld it. Because the issue with tubing, basically, what you can't see, you don't know. You assume everything is hermetically sealed on a tube, but if you can't inspect the inside, you just don't know. So when we developed our new QCX floor scale, we got rid of the tubing and, and, and implemented flat stock stainless with continuous welds that ensured everything is visible. The other nice thing we did with that design as well is, is make it more washdown friendly. So this is a scale that has a hinge top deck plate to it. So you're able to lift the top plate off and hose down and, and wash the scale out. And we've changed the opening of that scale from 30 degrees over to 75 degrees opening. So it, it allows the employees to, to clean the scale more efficiently. Reggie, you talked about it a little bit earlier in the conversation, but can you just dive into the differences between stainless steel versus aluminum load cells? So yeah, great question. Most of our equipment we offer when it comes to bench scales and floor scales are available mild steel, stainless steel. When we dive into the stainless steel product, it kind of gets broken down into two segments. We have stainless steel and then we have stainless steel HE for hostile environment. So the difference between the two really comes down generally to the load cells. So we shift from an aluminum load cell with maybe an IP67 rating up to a stainless steel IP68 or IP69K rating. So the you know from the surface, the scale looks identical. You know We're looking at a stainless steel body, stainless steel shroud, but where it comes down is the ability to repel the water. Where do you see the different applications for each of those? A lot of times we'll get customers that, you know, they're looking to save a few dollars. So they're like, well, let's just go with the stainless steel aluminum. But then several years down the line, we have to either get rid of the scale altogether or like physically cut these load cells out because they're so corroded and rusted when they go with the aluminum load cell. What's the target market for the two different types of scales? Yeah, great question, Andy. So basically the units with the aluminum load cells, they're good for relative humid environments where washdown is minimal. So typically in a food plant, you might see these at the end of the line when everything's 
boxed and no direct food is going to be weighed on the ACL itself. Whereas the stainless steel hermetically sealed cells, we find those right in the heart of the, of the plant itself. Kind of like a finished goods weighing area or something like that. Correct. And, and it's important. We always deal with price and quality. There's an equilibrium there that we need to meet. In those that do go and put inferior product kind of in the heart of a plant, you might save a few bucks in the short run. Over the long haul, there's more breakdowns, there's more downtime in food production that gets expensive fast. And that's what we try to avoid. Typically, when we deal with customers and prospects, they've got scales all across their plant, starting in the either a kill floor or a cut floor, and then all the way in through their finished packaging and kind of more palletizing type areas. And kind of a best practice from my perspective, I don't really like to mix and match scales when we're bringing them into a plant. You know, if you've got a plant that does have a harsh area and more of a drier area, to me, it makes the most sense to go with the hermetically sealed ones because you never know if people farther down the line realize that the scales are different or maybe they move a scale from one area of the plant to the other area without knowing. And so it just kind of makes the most sense to, like you said, not necessarily look for the cheapest option, but kind of plan accordingly so that you don't wreck these things as you're moving them across the plant or people don't know what product they're actually working with in certain areas of the plant. No, that's an extremely valid and, and great point there, Andy. Yeah, if you move a scale, maybe you have a breakdown in, on the cut floor and that's a more critical part of the operation. So you'll take a scale from the warehouse or from the dry portion of the plant into the cut floor area. So you want to make sure the scale's good for there. But it's also comes down to spare parts. So if you can standardize on one type of scale, let's say, then that minimizes the amount of spare parts that you'd want to have too over the years uh, in the plant. So you, you simplify the stores, your, your spare parts and your uptime. Yeah, exactly. I think you just read my mind. I was just going to say the same thing. It's if you're going to stock a whole bunch of spare load cells or things like that, it's a pain to try to remember which scale has which load cell without taking off the plate and looking at everything. And so kind of streamlining or standardizing scale you have across your plant will kind of save you in the long run in that aspect too. Can you get into a little bit, I know when I was out at Rice Lake kind of visiting your guys' facility, it, I found it really interesting when we kind of got into a conversation about what exactly a hermetically sealed load cell is. And so outside of the type of material it's made with, I think it's kind of neat to see what sort of technology do you guys use to actually seal these load cells up so that water and, and things don't get into them. Yeah, so typically the hermetically sealed load cells we use in our bench scales and floor scales, they'll have a welded seal to them. That's where the, the load cell strain gate is installed. So in a load cell, every load cell will have a strain gauge and some are potted where over time moisture can infiltrate that. So our higher end load cells will have a welded seal, but it's also at the load cell cable entry point where it's hermetically sealed. Sometimes you'll have a load cell with a weld seal on it, but the load cell cable entry point is not protective enough. So we make sure that the IP69K radiant load cells are also protected properly at the load cell entry point. Because that's, that's where often water would wick in over time and introduce moisture within the load cell and, and cause it to, to fail. I'm going to build upon that technology bit. Is Rice Lake currently doing any current or future innovation in regards to sanitation and the food safety? Or is there something in the industry that you've seen that's kind of new and just continually modernizing that process? Yeah, I think our goal at Rice Lake Wayne Systems is to continue to expand. So offer more and more solutions in the food applications. And also as we grow as a company globally to ensure we've got global approvals on more and more equipment. The majority of our new equipment that we launch has global approvals, you know, electrical approvals, maybe the weights and measures departments globally as well. So we're always expanding there to make sure our equipment is compatible 
with more and more locations globally. Again, uniforming product for large companies. A lot of these large food processing plants aren't bound to, to, to just one country. They're multinational. And for them to benefit of standardizing our product is huge. And then also from an IT standpoint, information is key. You guys provide extreme value to your customers by providing the data. The better we can be as a manufacturer of weight controllers, uh, sending that data in a uniform manner is important. So when we work with folks like Carlisle, it's a slam dunk. Working with you guys for such a long time, I've kind of seen firsthand some of the headaches that it can kind of come with when you're talking about requirements across you know, international lines. So you know, what can be illegal for trade inside of the United States doesn't necessarily mean that it's legal for trade up in Canada and that sort of a thing. And that approval process can be a bit of a nightmare, I'd imagine. Yeah, no, it definitely it has its difficulties, but it's an important thing that we need to focus in on because that, that'll bring us value. It certainly is a challenge, but it's something that we will continue to work on and expand on. It's vital for us to stay as a world leader in this industry to have the approvals that go along with, uh, with the equipment. And I think kind of along those lines as well, too, some of the products where I've seen a lot of new innovation things come down is through your floor scales. You guys have done a lot of innovation in regards to sanitation with floor scales. And so a lot of the options that you have that are legal for trade in the United States, I'd love to see get those approvals up in Canada as well, too. Do you want to talk about some of those floor scales and some of the quick clean options and benefits of these floor scales? Absolutely. Yeah. Our latest floor scale model is our QCX. So the official name is our Rough Deck QCX. QC stands for Quick Clean, so obviously it has a cleaning uh, component to it. And this is a scale; it could be pit mounted or floor mounted. It can be installed with a pit frame or with a ramp. The principle here is that we can lift the top of the scale deck off the structure and, and allow it to be cleaned thoroughly. And the same concept actually goes through for the ramp. The ramp has a lift deck on it as well, so it could be cleaned. So typically, those are the two options for floor scales is pit mounted and with a ramp. So depending on the layout, the installation, there's advantages to go with a pit mounted scale in the sense there's no incline for the operator to push the product onto the scale. You can still put product on with a forklift or roll it on. Whereas with the ramp, you have your scale now off the ground, so you have to bring the product, push it up the up a ramp, which is not always the most favorable, but sometimes the only option making a pit and putting a drain isn't always feasible, especially if we're, if we're talking multi-level food plants. You can't incorporate the civil work of a pit in every location throughout a plant. And if the product's being placed on the scale with a forklift, there's really no disadvantage of going above ground. Do you see, like, what's probably the most common? Do you sell a lot more pit scales or above ground scales, would you say? In general, floor scales as a whole in all industries above the floor is the most popular, but when it comes to food plants, pits are the favored solution. Do you know why that would be? Like what would be the cause of that? Well, I think it comes down to ergonomics. A lot of bins are pushed. There's no forklifts in the heart of the plant, so that everything gets pushed by an operator and it just makes it more ergonomic for them to roll a bin on and off the scale that's flush with the floor. And then from a sanitation standpoint, you must have a drain in, in the pit for wash down ability. It, it's quite simple. Is it easier to clean a pit scale if you've got the correct kind of setup going as opposed to with the above ground scales, you've got to deal with all the ramps and the kind of associated parts that go with that? Yeah, I would say it's easier to clean out a pit scale if it's got the right floor scale in it. So we also offer wash down floor scales without a hinge top. That would prove to be more difficult in a pit for sure for cleaning. But with our QCX design, it allows for extremely simple, fast cleaning in a pit. And also, even if it was above ground with a ramp, because the ramp 
deck plate lifts off. It does make it easy. It just takes up more real estate. When you have a scale in a pit that's five by five, that's the surface area it takes up. When you have a floor scale with a ramp, that's the scale's five by five, but the ramp is also going to be five by four, let's say. It takes up a lot more floor space. Yeah, so you're almost doubling. And I guess if you have two ramps on there up and down, then you're doing more than double the size of what it would be on an in-ground scale. Correct. Yeah, it's a lot to think about for sure. What are the different types of weight capacities for the pit scale versus the above ground scale in terms of like their maximums? Yeah, so generally when it comes to floor scales in a food application, we'd start at the 500 pound range and then generally not go above the 5,000 pounds, but we can go up much higher if needed. But that's kind of the sweet spot would be the two or 5,000 pound uh, floor scale. Do you guys get a lot of requests for custom scales? So like if there's a, a custom size that maybe that isn't a stock item, would you guys entertain that? Absolutely. So one of the benefits with Rice Lake Wayne systems when it comes to floor scales is our ability to customize a floor scale without the custom price. Often existing equipment needs to be replaced. So if we're dealing with an old mechanical floor scale, it might have a particular size. So we're able to construct custom scales quickly and efficiently through our engineering group and customize the floor scale for the application. A large percentage of our floor scales are custom built. And you're saying you see more custom floor scales than you do kind of off the shelf one. I wouldn't say more, but I would say a great portion of our floor scales are custom. The majority are still standard, but a great deal of them are customized. So Reggie, we talked a little bit about weight indicators earlier on in the conversation. Can you just tell in terms of instrumentation, the difference really between the 480 weight indicator and the 680 higher model? Yeah, so great question. So the, the 480 is available and been offered by RiceLake for a while, but about two or three years ago, we came out with our 680. And the major differences here comes down to communication and the IP rating. The IP rating on the 680 is IP69K, whereas the 480 had an IP66 rating. So right there out of the gate, there's a big advantage to use this. As we mentioned earlier, standardizing on equipment throughout the plant, regardless of, of what atmosphere or what environment it's going to be exposed to is important. Uh, and then the other thing, now with technology advancing quicker and quicker, our new equipment's going to have some standard features that perhaps our older equipment doesn't have. So the 480 has an option to go Ethernet, TCP, IP, where that is native on the 680. Although maybe not every application is going to require a network connection, the ability to do so is there. So as things evolve, it's nice to know for the plant not have to change the indicator out if they do go from a, a serial communication up to a network connection. Everything's there. Reggie, and I'd say that one of the things that I like a lot about the 680, and we'll talk about the 1282 because it has the same thing kind of coming down the line, but is I really like the kind of native Ethernet capabilities. So I know past historically with older indicators, I've seen issues with network cards that are added as an addition just because they're not native to it. So they can get a little bit wonky sometimes. So when you have that native Ethernet connection, it tends to cause a lot less issues kind of in the long run and maintenance and upkeep of the indicator. That's one of my favorite things with the 680 uh, indicator. One of the other things that I really like about it as well is with Carlisle, we're able to do all the certifications for the scales at our local facility and then ship them out because of the capability of the 680 to be able to punch in longitude and latitude of where the production facility is going to be. And then it just kind of calibrates to what it needs to be for that certification wherever else that scale is going. 
Glad to hear that, Andy. And the 680 has been a great success. And I can certainly say you guys are, are leading the way there. And looking at it kind of from the outside, it's a pretty simple indicator. But inside it offers all these different types of uh, communication. It makes it easy, truly does, to connect us to the network. But yet we still offer the serial communications that, that a lot of systems still rely on today. One other thing as well, too, is I don't know if you've heard this from other customers, but we've seen a big kind of increase in settling speed with that indicator. So I know I've had some customers that have used the 480 in the past and then have got one of our systems that has a 680 on it. And they say they can see quite a bit of speed difference in the time that it takes to get that scale to settle between the two different indicators. So that's pretty neat too. Oh, it's good. It's, I'm glad to hear the, the performance is better for you guys too, because that indicator, it, it took a lot of engineering to develop. One of the benefits with Rice Lake is we've got the expertise in-house. So all the engineering, uh, when it comes to filtering and many other aspects in a weight indicator, are all controlled in-house uh, on the 680. That enabled us to offer a quicker calibration, uh, better filtering option. It's all about saving time on the production floor, correct? Yeah, exactly. No, that's great. Everybody wants throughput. They want to weigh as many boxes as they can as fast as they can. And so definitely kind of adding to our capability with our systems and our throughput. Speaking about the 480 and the 680 indicators, let's talk about the 1280 and how that really precedes the 920 indicator. Yeah, so the 920i, we've that, that's been a flagship indicator for us going back over 20 years. Hard to believe, but that indicator has been, been around for a while and it's still an extremely popular instrument for us. But we've had the ability to come out with newer technology. So we developed the 1280, which came to market over five years ago now. And out of the gate, it, it brings a whole host of communication ability. Having the ability to have a color screen, touch, native Ethernet, TCP, IP, all these little things add up and bring a lot of value to many applications. Working on the success of the 920i, listening to the customer, what is needed out there? We, we came to market with the 1280 and it's been a rock star for us. It's our flagship indicator. It's used many applications, whether you're using that as a floor scale on the production floor, it's IP69K rating. Again, similar to the 680 versus the 480, the rating there exceeds the 920i. It's used in everything, again, from static applications, in motion, check lane. It's been a great success for us. What should our listeners take away from this podcast? You know, where can we find out more information about Rice Lake and some of the technology that you guys have, some of the products that are coming down the line, and just learn a little bit more about who you guys are and what products you have? We put a great effort into our website, www.ricelake.com. We've actually just revamped it about two months ago now. Wealth of information there. One of Rice Lake's philosophies is to have the information there for folks like Carlisle Technology, but also the user that's going to be using the scale. So we've got great videos, product support, webinars, technical manuals. We really feel it's important to give that information to, to everybody and uh, allow them to understand the equipment to, to the best they can. So again, on that website, you can search for anything from a white paper on what we spoke about earlier with the sanitation design. And the other option too is is to call us on the 1-800 number and just ask for Reggie in Canada and you get transferred right to my cell phone. And I'm, I'm always happy and pleased to talk to people about applications and helping them out. You know, scales, it's all about finding a solution to a problem and um, it's fun. It's, I really enjoy this, this industry for that reason. Yeah, I just want to say thanks again, Reggie, for being with us on the podcast today and to our listeners to head over to RiceLake.com, call in and get transferred to Reggie. RiceLake can service all of your weighing system needs. So just want to say thanks again for being on the podcast and we appreciate you being an industry partner with us. Thank you immensely, Joe and Andy, on this. It's been a great opportunity to talk to you guys. Again.